Welcome back to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. We got my good buddy Ben in the flesh, no longer through the power of the internet. And uh, of course, soon to return. Soon to return back to the internet. We got him up here for a weekend. So we figured, came. we figured we should do a few episodes. One or two. Of the podcast. Uh, this one, we're going through some trades that we have found or have been sent to us. I think that pretty much sounds I don't right. think any of these are sent to me. Nobody trades with me, it's sad. <laughs> Once you get to be good enough, nobody wants to trade. No, they don't. They're just They're like, like your team is good. I'm just not going to trade. You. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, I am helping a good team get better, and they don't want to do that. You don't know that. That's true. I mean, we talked about it this morning. There was there's a few trades that we've made in the past that like, you know, things have worked out maybe differently than we thought they there, would. There's a guy in one of our leagues. Uh, I've got a trade. You know, I'm trying to work out with him now. And he's like, I'm I'm scared to trade with you for the simple fact of like he it was he was mainly joking, but like every time I do it, it works out wrong. And this is including like the ones he didn't take. He's like, I I tried to buy like Rashad Bateman or something last off season. I was offering like Christian Kirk plus like other things like second round picks. Like I I was really in on Bateman. Yeah, he didn't take it, and he's like, I regret that so much. And there's other trades like um, oh god, I. I can't remember, but like, there's multiple like I've offered him. He hasn't taken, and then they obviously. I'm very glad he didn't, and then he, yeah, yeah. And I mean, <laughs> just, I, I always make. He's like, I always make the wrong call. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's how trades go, man. Like you, you, you get an opinion about a player, and um, it's usually predicated upon what's going to happen that season, and then things may go differently than what you thought they would, and uh, you end up either making a trade or not making a trade and and then you wish you had or you wish you hadn't later like there we did one we talked about this on the podcast too um it was before last season in one of our main dynasty leagues i think uh you acquired what was it it was uh deandre swift and t higgins right in a second i think in a second okay so those are two guys first of all if Y'all haven't been listening to the podcast super long. Uh, two of Ben's favorite fantasy players are DeAndre Swift yeah. and T. Higgins. And I thought I was doing well because I think I sent like A.J. Brown. This was when he was still in the Titans. I sent A.J. Brown and Dalvin Cook. And I was like, I got to get off Dalvin Cook. Yeah. I want to get DeAndre Swift. But I knew I, in my head at the time, I liked A.J. Brown better than T. Higgins. And obviously still do now. But I'm like, if I can send Higgins or get Brown, get Higgins back for Brown, and upgrade from Cook to Swift. I was happy with it. Right. The problem was it just with with recent news out of Detroit, it looks like Swift might not be what we thought he was. Yeah. And Higgins also like Higgins has been really good, but he's not been he's still elite a top yet. What seven dynasty wide receiver? So like that one didn't hurt me. I don't think. Not a ton. Maybe it was just that AJ Brown took a leap yeah it was aj brown jumped because dalvin cook i mean he's still going down like he's been depreciating since anyway yeah i don't know so anyway all that to say we've got some trades on today's episode but before we get into all that we did get a question in from one of y'all on instagram by the way if you're not following us on instagram we post pretty frequently over there got a lot of good stuff it's uh fantasy brothers underscore on instagram uh and y'all asked what picks would you give up for the 101 in Superflex rookie drafts? Yes. 
<laughs> how many how many are in your draft? That's how many. That's how many. So in Superflex, I think it's get it gets a lot more interesting. You have obviously quarter there are three quarterbacks, at least four possibly even, that are really interesting this year. Yeah. Um, and I think you if the, if one of those quarterbacks hits, let's put it this way. If one of those quarterbacks hits, let's say Anthony Richardson turns into what we think he could, and he turns into a Jalen Hurts equivalent player, that sort of a value, that is going to be worth more than B. John Robinson. In like, the long run. Yes, in the long A top three, five. Let's, I, I'm curious how you feel about this. I feel like a top five quarterback in, in Superflex Dynasty Leagues is going to be worth more than the most valuable running back. I would agree. Because it's a super flex. You can start two quarterbacks. I can, like you roll out two top five quarterbacks. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, that's amazing. Yeah. So. That gives you, I mean, bottom, what, a 15, 20 point advantage of your opponent yeah. probably every week. Yeah. Honestly, it's a huge advantage having those quarterbacks. If you really, <laughs> I've seen people build teams two different ways where either you have a great lineup and serviceable quarterbacks I've done that before and it's been successful. I've also seen it where you have stud quarterbacks that carry you and kind of cover up some maybe not amazing players in your lineup, but they're serviceable. Uh, and quarterbacks can get you pretty far in a league. I've done that multiple times where, you know, roll out a Herbert and a Burrow combination and I'm yeah. like, like I can pretty much lock in 40 to 50 points just right there automatically. Yeah. I mean, let's put it this way. And you're if halfway you have, to 100 with none of your skilled players playing. Right. If you've got two top 10 quarterbacks in your uh, QB1 and Superflex spots, you're probably going to make the playoffs. Like, you may not win, but you're probably going to make the playoffs. Kind of like, it's. It, I like it because it's more like real life. Like, you got yeah. a good quarterback, you're going to get there. Right. Somewhere. But all that said, the 101 this year is, in all formats, B. John Robinson, who yep. is incredible. And rightfully so. He's he's one of the best running back prospects, prospects we've had in years. Yeah, I, I I think of Saquon Barkley as the only other player that's come in, and it really hasn't mattered all that much where they get drafted. Like, yeah, hindsight, I feel like we should have done the same thing with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, probably, and not taking Ceh, but he, oh well, we, yeah, we got we got sucked into that landing spot. We thought Kansas City was going to be the promised land, and it 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 wasn't. Whoops, <laughs> it wasn't all we thought it was going to be. Um, but all that said. If you're trying to acquire the 101, I have personally tried to acquire the 101 several too. times this year. I can't do it. I can't get it done. Yeah. This is so maybe I should pull up some trades that I've actually attempted in my leagues. So in one dynasty league, I I sent something along the lines of, I think it was like the 103, the 107, a future first and a second, and it was declined. I offered in one of my leagues the 105, 107, and a 2024 first got declined, <sighs> which I think three like three firsts, like if it's a super flex league, especially a 12-tweamer. 12-tweamer? 12-tweamer. If you're in a 12-tweam team, super flex league. <laughs> I think uh, like the top end quarterbacks, like I would get turning down three firsts for them. Maybe, you know, Justin Jefferson turning down three firsts for him. But three firsts should be enough to get most players. So if, you know, we're getting turned down for three firsts for Bijan, that's, that's I, something. I did over I, – I added an extra first in there. I offered the 103, 107, and a 24 second. Yeah. And that was turned down. 
Actually, it was there was no response, but I talked to the guy and he was like, you know, a that's, lot, a, that's a pretty decent offer, but I don't know if I'm going to do a it. A lot will depend on where you're starting from. Like, where are you trying to trade up from? Like, if you're trying yeah. to trade up from, I think the 106 back is probably not happening. I no. think you got the 102. I want your first next year, probably. Yep. You got the 103, maybe. Another 104, first you're probably 104, 105. I think you can get it done with a first and a second, if depending on the depending on the guy. But yeah, yeah, and I mean we've seen a couple where you can get it done for a lot cheaper than what you would think. Um, I saw one where somebody just offered, uh, I think it was like Travis Etienne in a second, and that got it done. I mean, to be fair, Travis Etienne is a good player. He's very good. I 102 or Travis Etienne this year. 103 Travis Etienne. I mean, I would rather probably have uh, Etienne than the 102 this year. That's very difficult. That, that one's close. That one depends a little bit more on team makeup. <clears throat> yeah, because so like in one quarterback for sure, because the 102 in one QB is Jameer Gibbs for the most part, or in Jigba. Um, oh, in Superflex, yeah. it's it's a little bit more difficult because like you know Etienne is a good, but probably not a top three running back. Yeah. But he's he's for sure top 10, yeah. and he's really young. And I think there's a ceiling where the offense improves, the pass catching for him improves. Like, he didn't get a ton of passes thrown his way last year. Not as many as weird. I thought. I thought he was going to be a DeAndre Swift kind of guy who would get you 70 targets, 80 targets a season. That hadn't really happened. But um, So, I don't know. I think if you could offer two firsts this year, and like a future second, I would be very, very, very in on that. If it is two firsts this year and a future first, or even three firsts this year, let's say you did the 103, 107, and the 109. That is a lot to give up, but it might be worth it. Yeah. If you're rebuilding and you've got the 101 and somebody offers you that, I think you take it and you run and you're just you're happy there. If you're one of the teams that you know you're a good team and you manage to get the 101 and you just sit on him and enjoy Bijan. Yeah, he's going to be so good. Uh, okay, so speaking of rookie picks, we're going to run through a few of these trades here. Uh, this is a trade that I have tried to get done in one of my leagues. Um, we're actually talking about this before we hit record, and this is really interesting because I'm sort of playing the field a little bit. Um, I offered the 107 and a second next year to receive the 106 this year. Sort of where I, I, the reason why I would do something like that is looking at the prospects that I really, really like this year. I think there are six of them that I think are great, fantastic. Uh, there's a few other guys that I do like, but I'm not, I don't know that they're immune to things bad happening to them. Like Charbonnet, I really like. Sean Tucker, I really like. Jordan Addison, I really like. Quentin Johnston, maybe depending on landing spot, could be interesting. I've seen him mock to Buffalo. That would make it really interesting at 107. But yeah. there, there's a couple ways that players could jump up in there, but they're not there's ways that that could go wrong, per se. Yeah. With the top six, you've got Bijan, just talked about him. He's great. Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, CJ Stroud. Those three quarterbacks, I think, are they're they're very good prospects. And then Richardson is just a great prospect because of his legs for fantasy. So he he may not be much this year, but he could be a dynamo. And then you have Jameer Gibbs and Jackson Smith and Jigba, which I think are phenomenal. I think 
And Jigba probably is a can't miss prospect. I'm, I'm. Some people I feel like still have questions. I'm, I'm going more towards of I, I, I don't see where this dude isn't good. He's so good. He's and he, especially now that we had the pro day, and I'm not trying not to get caught up in forty times too much, for, especially for receivers. But he ran a four five flat, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. They range from a four four eight, and to we a four, already five, knew three. his short area quickness is unbelievable. Unbelievable, and he's a phenomenal route runner. So if he's got even decent speed, like yes, pretty much what I was looking to see from him is we. You can turn on highlights or just turn on the tape from him and see that he's a great player. He produces, he was better than Garrett Wilson, better than Chris Olave in college. And they said he was the better receiver of the three of them, which that goes a long way. Cause I really and like Garrett did Wilson. Did you just see what Garrett Wilson yeah. and Chris Olave did their rookie season? They both just had dang near 1100 yards each yeah. in the NFL with no quarterbacks there. Yes. <laughs> yes. They, they were not given a whole lot to work with and they were great. And if Njigba is better than them, he might be situation proof. Like he, he there's might a be couple, a guy that gets there's a thousand a couple yards landing spots. I think where he can go that I probably don't take him at the one Oh, well, definitely not in super flex at the one Oh two. If he goes there, he's more closer to Gibbs. Like if he goes, I don't know, Patriots, I don't really, I don't really love that landing spot. I don't love the Titans if he goes there. Yeah. But I mean, even still he's top three. Probably. Yeah, I mean, he um, if he goes to the Titans, obviously it's not amazing. I think if he goes to the Patriots, it'd be fine because Mac Jones, he's not Patriots he's not just, phenomenal. They don't develop but receivers though. They have not done a great job of that. No, they have not. So all that to say, there are six prospects that I really love, and past that, there are guys I like but I'm not super in love with, and so I would like to move up from the 107 to the 106. I would agree. That's a great deal, especially for especially for you, because if you've got a guy that you like, or if you've got guys you're okay with no matter what, I think, you know, whatever you have to pay to do it, you do it. Kind of Yeah. Thing. And in this case, going up one spot in the middle of the first, like you don't have to put a future first on there. I think a second is probably enough. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with this trade for both sides. Like if you, you want to pick up future, future picks, get a second and only drop one spot. Yeah. I'm good with that. You got guys you like. I just want to get up one spot to get one of them. I'm good with that too. That's yeah. a very even trade, I think. Next deal, we've got somebody sending Derek Carr, the 110, the 410, and the 510 in this year's rookie uh, draft for Trevor Lawrence. I hate this. <laughs> I I think this is pretty pretty easily Trevor Lawrence for me. Yeah. If it's super flex, Trevor Lawrence by a country mile. If it's one quarterback... Pro- that is the other part of this. I wonder if it's super flex. I would imagine it's super flex. If it's a QB deal like this, like quarterbacks don't get traded like this in one quarterback. No. Even if it is one quarterback, I don't hate it. Like if you need a quarterback, like Derek Carr was your best quarterback, sure, I'll add the 110, the 410, and the 510, which is essentially a waiver wire spot. Yes. And go get yourself an established elite quarterback. Yeah, I almost look at it as the 410 and 510 are worth nothing. Yeah, I'd Take those out of the deal. It's Derek Carr in the 110 for Trevor Lawrence. Even then, in a, if you need a quarterback in the one QB league, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And in Superflex, if you're getting Trevor Lawrence for Derek Carr and the oh 110, you I just, feel like it's – Your league is going to riot when that, when that trade goes through. <laughs> I feel like you need Derek Carr two firsts. Like – and and not the one, not the one ten. I want like Derek Carr, like that. You're the getting Derek Carr and, and Quentin Johnston. Like yeah. that's what you're getting. 
that's that is pretty much what you're getting. So that's not that's not super ideal. No, I don't I don't like that at all. So I, I would prefer Lawrence there. Next one we've got. This is a trade I actually did do early, like two months we've ago. We probably talked about this one once or twice. I think we may have, but I figured I would just stick it in here because um, you know these two players involved are pretty polarizing. In Dynasty, I uh, sent Austin Eckler and the 109, and I received Kenneth Walker and the 309. Uh, what say you? Uh, um, take 309 out. Um, I kind of, that's just fluff it, in it my mind. Totally fluff. So remove that. It's Eckler and the 109 for Walker. Pretty much. I think I'm all right with it, honestly. Um, Eckler is. There's a lot of questions about him. I do think, especially if he comes back to the Chargers, he's got one more great season in him. Yeah. This is his last year under contract, not including like all the talk, like he's not going to play under it. He wants more money, yada, 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 stuff like that. So we'll see. He's 28. Is he 28 or 27? I think he's 28. He's 28 years old. Kenneth Walker, I will say I'm not – I like Kenneth Walker, don't get me wrong. I'm not willing to pay maybe as much as some people may want – for yeah. the simple fact of I've only seen one game, I think, where he really popped when he had 28 points. Mm-hmm. He has to have multiple touchdowns in a game to really do amazing. He's going to be really good. I, I think he's you know, the closest thing to Nick Chubb we've seen in a while where he's he's yes. great. Yes. But the receiving workload does worry me a little bit to where if he's not scoring touchdowns, he's kind of capped at like 10 or 12 points yeah. with no touchdowns. Yeah, I think with Walker, I think Nick. we've compared him to Nick Chubb since he got into the league. It just feels so easy to do. Uh, but also, I think Kenneth Walker's, see, like the surrounding pieces for that Seattle Seahawks offense, I feel like is better than what Cleveland's offense has been for much of Nick Chubb's career. Yes. They just haven't been a super great offense. They might be this next year. They've got Deshaun Watson. Maybe he you know, starts to look like the Deshaun Watson of old in the offense. Is better and Nick Chubb scores more touchdowns. Um, so I, you know, I could see that, but I, I do think Walker is a guy that I think you can have for like two or three years and yeah. be really great and then sell him when he's 25 and a half or something. Yeah. And especially if you're, you know, you're see the writing on the wall with Eckler and you probably want to upgrade quote unquote, like for the next three, four years, I want a guy Yeah. throwing in like at one Oh nine, which we've said is Quentin, Quentin Johnston range. I think I'm okay with that. Yeah. Next one. This is a super flex trade. I and hope so. My God. <laughs> Somebody went all in to get themselves Patrick Mahomes. Uh, they sent away uh, the 2023, well, the 102, a 24 first, a 25 first, a 24 second, and T. Higgins for Patrick Mahomes. Oh, boy. <laughs> Good. So, God. what did we say? What did I say at the start of the episode that like outside in Superflex, maybe certain quarterbacks you can turn down three first four? I think Mahomes yep. is one of them. Yep. However, what is T- Higgins worth? I mean, Higgins is probably worth two firsts, maybe? Probably like a mid first He's and a late first. Mid first and a late first. Or, yeah, mid first. I can't talk today. I don't. <laughs> what are you putting in the food? Something here? in the like, water. <laughs> it's North Carolina water. I don't like it. Um, But, uh, you know, he's a mid first or a late first or a high first this year. I'm talking like 102, 103 yeah. is what you're going to have to do to if you want to move Higgins. So 102, 103, let's take that high first, 
two other firsts and a second for Mahomes. So four firsts, two, two of, of them, two very, of them high. very high for Mahomes. That's a lot. That's a lot. I'm not going to say necessarily. I don't know what if am I, I trying to say either here? way. I don't think I do either because I totally understand going to get Mahomes. I've done it before. Where it's expensive. I did it last year. This was you got off cheap too. I did. This was also I think folks were a little bit cooler on Mahomes. He had just come off like a QB four season or something. I don't remember what I sent. It was something like oh, he cool on Mahomes after he was quarterback four. Oh, he sucks. <laughs> but then he goes out. He's the QB one this year, and he's the most dominant quarterback. And it's you know. Obviously, Josh Allen was up there, but I think people sort of take it for granted that Josh Allen is really good. Yeah, that's what I was – I think I said a few weeks ago, like it almost felt like a down year, Josh Allen's scoreboard. Nobody really talked about him. Yeah, I mean, if – He's if, a QB too. If you took out Mahomes here and this was trying to get Josh Allen, you could have probably done it for the three firsts and just taken out T. Higgins in the second, and you would have had pretty much a similar asset. Yeah, I would have – I would have definitely preferred Josh Allen in that in that instance because I feel like you could have gotten it cheaper. But anyway, that's not what this player did. They went and got Mahomes. He traded I for Mahomes it. at peak value, which I mean, him, I, I'm trying to think what I actually sent to get him a year ago. It was something like Travis Etienne, uh, I think Trey Lance, and it was it was something like that. It was like Lance Waddle. I think you sent was it Waddle or it might have been Waddle, something like that. It might have been like Lance. No, no, no. You got Waddle back. That's right. It, you sent ETN, you sent... I know Lance was in it, and I think maybe two firsts were in it. Something like that. Either way, it was a you got off really easy on that. This is paying top dollar. Yeah. But... I get it. I get you why you need would do it. it. Do it. I mean, he's going to be on your team for 10 years. Yeah. That's, that's put how many top five QB finishes? Assuming how about he stays this? healthy every year? Let's put it this way. If you are a competing team and you've got the package, are you going to send that to get Mahomes? Would you do that? I don't think so. I don't think I would either. But I totally get why you would. I just don't think I could do it. Yeah, it's even in Superflex, that's just so much to send for one player. If you're a competing team in Superflex and you get offered that package, do you take it? Oh my God. I don't I know if I, I have the balls to be like. I think I got it. Because think about it this way if you're a competing team, you've got Mahomes, somebody sends you this. You either, I mean, Higgins is maybe an upgrade at your receiver. You've got the 102. Like you have now so much firepower for a trade. You can trade Higgins in the 102 and go get um, you know, Herbert or maybe Josh Allen, something like that. Yeah. You still have the two first and the second. Go get something else with that. You've just upgraded two positions for yeah. the cost of one player. It's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, if you could turn Higgins and the 102 into somebody like Justin Herbert off a down year, and then you turn Herbert two first and a second into Mahomes, that's a very good dealing. So that there's a lot of ways to slice that. That could be really interesting. Next one we got. This is a classic tier down here. Uh, although I don't know if... They did it correctly. <laughs> You've got Jamar yeah. Chase in the 412 traded away for Devonta Smith, the 107, and the 309. I don't like this one. I don't either. I think you could have gotten a lot more for Jamar Chase personally. And yeah. I get Devonta Smith is very, very good, but he is not a player I'm targeting right now in Dynasty. No, because he's, I think, his, I mean, his value is elevated. I think he is a good player. And for the right price, yeah, I'm happy to get him. But, Jamar Chase is not that price. No. 
The take out the four twelve and the three oh nine. Those again, those picks mean nothing to me. So it's Devonta Smith and the one oh seven. If I'm down tiering from Jamar Chase, I need something better than Devonta Smith, or I want that pick to be the one oh two or one oh one. Yeah, so I've heard of people tearing down from Jamar Chase and getting a package that looked something like Amon Ross St. Brown, a 101 in a future second. I'm okay with that because though I, I mean, Chase is obviously better than Brown and I think he finishes better than Brown. Brown, especially in a PPR format, won't be that much farther behind him where you won't notice it and you pick up right. B. John Robinson. That's fine. Yeah. But Jamar Chase is kind of, he's in this, to me, is dead even with Justin Jefferson as just almost untouchable assets. Yeah. So if you're down tiering, I need something way better than Devonta Smith and a, and you know Zach Charbonnet at 107. Right. We just talked about how the 107 is a pick that I'm trying to move up from. Yeah. So I'm not trying An inconsist- to inconsistent. Very good Devonta Smith, but still a probably inconsistent Devonta Smith, and a guy who's going to have more question marks than you want to see. Right. Plus the 412 and the 309 are complete. If you take out Devonta Smith Nothing. and that's AJ Brown in the 107. That is very interesting. Does that make does that make you tear down? I think I yeah, might I do would. that. I would. I think from cuz because Chase to Brown is it's a step down but it's like a little like step at the very end of the steps. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Jamar Chase is probably like the wide receiver 2 in dynasty and I Smith uh, Brown's what 4. I would have him 3, but a lot of people would four, argue 4. 4 3. He's not in the same tier but close enough. Close enough. Yeah, I would I would do that. Uh, last one here. We've got the 108 and Rashad Bateman sent away for the 103. Don't like it. Give me the 103. <laughs> yeah. Not even close, dude. Yeah. I uh, One quarterback, I'm looking at Gibbs or Jigba. Yep. For Bateman, who for all intents and purposes is dead in the water right now. And the 108, who, I mean... Jordan That's Addison. probably it's Jordan Addison yeah. or Zach Charbonnet. Probably, yeah, I would 100% take Gibbs or Injigba. Well, I think if I remember right, this is a one quarterback trade. Oh, and I think in that case, you're not even going to get Injigba or not, you're not going to get Addison or Charbonnet at the 108. No, you're going to get you're going to get you're, you're looking at quarterbacks maybe at that point. Like, <laughs> do I take the top quarterback here? Should I go Michael Mayer? <sighs> this is horrible. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I would prefer the 103 there. Uh, Last three trades here. We've got somebody off of news that Elijah Moore was traded to the Cleveland Browns. Somebody traded Jerry Judy straight up for Elijah Moore. Was there like a $100 bill in that trade we didn't see? <laughs> was there a gift card to Chick-fil-A yeah, under the like, table or something? Are you, are you crazy? I'm going to trade Elijah. I'd trade Elijah Moore and a late first for Jerry Judy. I might too. Yeah. I, I like add a first tough. to the more deal. That's that's very or tough. Or two like high seconds. I do think Elijah Moore is going to be a lot better in Cleveland. But to say he's going to be a lot be better, much worse. Like exactly. if he's wide receiver fifty, he's thirty spots higher than he was this year. <laughs> right. That's that's the true story. He was a wide receiver eighty one this year. <laughs> he was he was non-existent for your fantasy teams this past year. He just got flushed out of the rotation. Jerry Judy, I think, is. I'm targeting him a lot this year. I think this is a year. I think that Judy could, levels up this year. I think he breaks out. I I do think that the Broncos offense improves. I think Russell Wilson is better. I I am not convinced that the Russell Wilson of a year ago is the true Russell Wilson. 
I think way more of that played into Nathaniel Hackett than we thought. And maybe Russ was a little bit banged up. I don't I don't know. There were a lot of injuries on the Broncos too. Like Judy got hurt. I think Sutton got hurt. Um, obviously Javante got hurt. It was a comedy of errors for yeah. the Broncos. So all that to say, yeah, we would we would prefer Jerry Judy here. Uh, speaking of Russell Wilson, in Superflex, somebody sent him away and they acquired the 206, a 25 third, and a 24 second. I think I'm okay acquiring for that. Like if I need a quarterback too, yeah. I'm going to take a shot on Russ. I'd, I'd still pay, I don't know, late late first and the second for Russ. I think I would. You, if you need a quarterback, take just take a shot on the upside. Yeah, I I mean, he's been a top 10 quarterback for years. Yeah. I mean, eight, pretty much eight straight years he's been a top 10 quarterback. And this past year, obviously, he craps the bed. Um, and I think you just – I think so much in fantasy football is finding your guys and targeting them and figuring out, you know, am I willing to go after such and such a player? And – you know, at that price, it doesn't feel like you're giving up a whole lot. Like, what's the 206 going to be? In, if, in super flex leagues, a 206 might be Tank Bigsby. Yeah, that's, Which that's is who fine. usually is going there. Tank's fine. I like Tank. Tank is good. And he might have a good NFL career. A 25 third is a waiver wire player. And a 24 second, depending on that draft class, we don't really know. Oh, I read that as a second. I didn't know that. I, I just saw that was a third. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's two seconds. It's not even an early second. Yeah, it's a mid-second. Who who the heck knows in 2024? And a third. So I would I would be oh, yeah. very Easily good Russ. giving that up. Easily Russ. I think you can get that done very easily, though, because there's a lot of people that hate Russell Wilson. Yeah, they just can't stand him. Like, we've got guys in one of our leagues. He's like, oh, I'm, I'll give Russell away for anything. Yeah. What do you want for him? Like, I he could go. He didn't charges for him, but he's like, I want to get rid of Russ so bad. Yeah. I mean, I could go do this in one of my leagues today and be fine with it because yeah. I've got mid to late seconds and I've been trying to acquire mid to late seconds because there's a lot of players I like. But heck, if I can go get a startable quarterback who's got top 10 potential. Yeah. Frick. I mean, I'm getting rid of all the seconds. I'll throw a 2025 second in there. Yeah. That's three. That's no. Yeah. Three, three years seconds. from now. Three years from now, you yeah. get a two of six, 25 second, 24 second. Sure. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's completely fine. Last one. This is really funny. It made Ben laugh, so I oh put boy. it in here. <laughs> we got Cole Komet and uh, the 401 and the 406 for Marquise Brown. <laughs> so let's think. Let's 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 break this down slide by side. You got Marquise Brown. Yep. On the teams who, granted, uh, Kyler is definitely going to miss time. Yep. And not sold on Kyler much to begin with. However, Marquise Brown, we've seen him produce. There's a very good chance that DeAndre Hopkins is not there this coming up season, which means Marquise Brown will be the one in that offense. And the 406 is a waiver wire. The 401 is a waiver wire. And Cole Komet is likely on waivers. So yeah. you just traded three waiver spots <laughs> for Marquise, for Marquise Brown. Brown. <laughs> so who was it that the Bears just signed at tight end? They just signed somebody. Oh, gosh. It was – was it Gasecki? No, that was the Patriots. No, he went to the Patriots. They signed somebody. I need was to find Tunyon. Yes, it was Tunyon. Tunyon. Robert Tunyon. That's, what, that's who it was. So they went and signed another pass catching tight end who I don't know if he's better than Cole Komet, but he's at least enough to like steal even, touches. I, think. I, think, I, might, I think Komet's probably better than Tunyon. I would agree. Komet is better than Tunyon. But in a low volume passing offense where they acquired two 
pass catchers this offseason. They went and got DJ Moore, Tunyon. They're going to bring back Darnell Mooney from injury. Yep. They've got Chase Claypool. Yep. Cole Komet could be the fourth pass catching target in the offense on an offense that throws 440 it's passes. It's going to be very centered around Justin Fields and his running game. Yes. Yeah, they're going to run the ball. It's going to be Justin Fields-centric. They'll probably be better throwing the ball. Uh, but I think I saw this somewhere that they're going to improve from historically bad passing offense, which they were last year. They were the second worst. You will need to fact check this, but they were the second worst pass passing offense in the last 50 years in the NFL in, in yards per game. It was something like 180 yards per game passing. Yeah, DJ Moore will improve that. They're going to be better than that. But that doesn't mean that I should go acquire Cole Komet. No. <laughs> Especially not for Marquise Brown. Cole Komet on many of my teams, like on the teams I do have him, like going into rookie drafts, he's on the top of the cut list for yes. a pick. Yes. I remember that was a time a year ago when one of our guys in our dynasty leagues oh drafted Cole Komet with a late first round he's pick. He's like, dude, I need, a, I need a tight end. I need a tight end, bro. You could have got him off waivers. Like none of us were going to get him. You know who was, and I wish he had told me because you know like I would have given you something for that pick. You know who was on the clock that you took later after that pick? Mike Williams. Mike freaking Williams. No one should have dropped Mike Williams second of all, but no, no, he should not have been dropped. But also, and he Jameson shouldn't have Williams? made it to me at the top of the second round either. Probably not. We have that some weird leagues. We have some weird leagues, and it sounds like this one might be another one of those because that is that's pretty that's tough. That's pretty well. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of the podcast. If you're checking us out on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. Let us know in the for comments. The yeah, for the algorithm. Boost us in the algorithm. <laughs> uh, let us know which of these trades was your favorite. Are you, I'm, I'm very curious, are you giving up uh, three firsts, a second, and T Higgins for Patrick Mahomes? I want to know who all would be willing to do that right now. And I want to hear your arguments. Not, not because we want to roast you. I just want to hear it. I'm very curious. This is because I, I can totally see where you would want to go get Mahomes, and I can totally see where you would want the package. Um, so let us know in the comments uh, and uh, rate us, review us wherever you get your podcasts. That'll do it for this one. We'll see you next week. <laughs>